When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everybody, how are we doing? Happy episode 100. Happy 100th episode. Never in my life did I think I'd be celebrating a 100th of something. Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm actually filming this at quite a few, well, two weeks in advance maybe because I was planning podcast episodes yesterday and I was kind of like, I want to do something fun for 100. Couldn't think of anything. So kind of like, okay, maybe we'll just ignore it. And then Haz's 20 something and trying episode was due to go live. And I was like, that's quite fun. Nice little guest on the pod for 100. Then I was like, oh my God, maybe I should. I've always kind of toyed with the idea. I've always kind of liked the idea of me doing my own 20 something and trying episode. Because a lot of the questions, like the episode follows the same questions, kind of similar topics. So it's not like I'm getting people on and I don't know, talking about something completely random and different with them. So like I could I could follow the same format. That's what I'm trying to say, structure, and do it myself. And I was like, I'd love to do that one day. And then I was like, maybe that'll be fun for episode 100. No, it's not big. It's not crazy. It's not like an overwhelming self-help. 100 things I've learned in 100 episodes. It's like, it's almost like a get to know me because 20 something and trying. If you have no idea what I'm talking about here, hello, welcome back to Life Short Bitch. Happy 100th episode. Thank you so much for joining today more than ever. I am so excited to like sit and chat and just have like a chatty, like I said, kind of get to know me episode because if you haven't listened to one of my 20 something and trying episodes, 20 something and trying is a series that I started to get some guests on the pod to switch things up a little bit, but also to normalize the uncertainty is what I like to say in those episodes that is kind of like we get all of your favorite 20 something and tryings on all of your favorite 20 something creators and kind of talk about their journey and it's actually really nice because when I started I was like okay they're all going to be quite similar though because obviously the idea is to get on people that you guys know and like my friends in the industry so they're all going to be relatively similar I started socials maybe went to uni finished uni and now I do socials full-time but I actually don't feel like that's been a singular story that we've kind of had um from Holly B Fitness to Unjaded Jade to Bronte King to Re. I've just filmed with Faye Bates and Has that are yet to go live like there's actually a lot of interesting conversations that I that have come from that series but anyway I thought today we could kind of just sit and do it myself oh yeah because get to know you because I kind of the first thing I ask is like walk me through post A-levels life and just in case people have found me post uni have found me now through my 20 something kind of content I thought it'd be quite nice because maybe you don't know all the answers to the questions I've asked the guests and I just thought it'd be a nice way to celebrate 100, but not in a big crazy way that requires like an extreme amount of planning from me. Because don't don't get me wrong, I like that. I've got no problem doing that. But I didn't want, to, I don't know, to come on episode 100 and like, ah, overwhelming. It was like, hey, if I'm going to mark the occasion, we're going to do it subtly. We're going to stay chill. We're not going to overwhelm me and the listener. Because honestly, is it mindful? I actually don't listen to mindful moments. Is that what it's called? No, it's called Mindset something 
the one that the Chris stars apparently he's from Love Island. I did not know he was from Love Island, but he has like three hour, like three and a half hour episodes. And I seen him do one that was like seven hundred things I've learned in like seven hundred episodes or something, or maybe it was a hundred and seven hundred. And still, I just seen that and I thought, I don't want to know all of those life lessons. Like that sounds like fucking hell. Like there's not that many things that we need to know and that we need to learn. No, thank you. So that's exactly what I didn't want to do. So I guess let's get started. Let's, we're going to pretend I'm, e- I was say emailing, interviewing myself in this episode. So before we start, we'd love, um, we start every episode with three things we're grateful for. So if you don't mind, and then I'm the guest. So I would say, what am I grateful for today? I've actually not taken a moment to think today. I, I got a pick and mix yesterday. <laughs> guests would not say this to me. Guests would say something much more profound. I got a pick and mix yesterday and I'm having a really good time with it. So I'm grateful for that. Um... I'm grateful. I'm really grateful because oh no, I've already said that because this is pre-filmed. Uh, mm, I've got a really good niche one. I made an order yesterday on espresso because I need new coffee pods. Um, and f- it next day delivery is five pound, and I've only got like two left. But I was like, I'm not paying that. No way, Jose. And to to my knowledge, if I remember correctly, they come pretty speedy, right? I put this order in yesterday. They're coming today. And I didn't pay for next day delivery. So I'm very, very grateful for that because that is so fun. I feel like there's nothing worse than waiting for a delivery. Like, even though I don't need the coffee pods, I'm excited that they're going to be here faster anyway. So <laughs> that's good fun. And I'm grateful for, I keep saying it at the moment, but I've never been so grateful for the people in my life. I really haven't. And I honestly think it's not, like, I've always had incredible people in my life. But I think now more than ever, Oh my god, it's it's just like this is why you should be grateful. Now more than ever do I feel so grateful for them. And now that like I I like went home a few weeks ago and basically said to my friend, like, I want us to be closer. I feel like we're drifting and I really don't want to do that because I really love you and I really value you and like I want to be a forever friend. Like I I don't want that for us. And saying that to her, like she mentioned me the other day, like, Happy Valentine's Day, I love you so much. I'm so glad that like we had that chat and rah rah rah. I love being closer to you and I feel like literally like the grass is greener where you water it. Like the more you pour into things, like the greater they become. And I'm really, I guess I'm really grateful for that lesson recently because maybe I never truly understood it. Just like silly things. Like I just love really hard. And I think sometimes you can retract that if you feel like you're not getting it back. But something I've learned is like, if someone's not like, giving you the absolute most like there's a time and place like I'm I'm patient with my friends and my boyfriend and stuff sometimes because I'm like what's going on are you okay and I've learned to like not stop retracting my love just because like maybe they don't have it to give at the moment and more just like ask them what's wrong and like still shower them with love a silly petty example was like my boyfriend was at work all day valentine's day it was fine and then he went out for dinner um with his family and I was like um should we facetime because I'm guessing you're waiting to shower me with your love on facetime and then I was like because I would also really love to shower you with love on facetime (laughs) because I just I just love so hard and I'm I'm such a words of affirmation person. I was like, I don't want Valentine's Day to finish and us not have like had a call and like being all soppy and cute and like, I'm not gonna, I don't know, retract just because like you've been busy today. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I feel like a few years ago, even a year ago, maybe I would have, I would have been like, you've not made the time to call me right, right. It's like the boy's not stopped all day. Give him a fucking break. Like you just, you're frustrated because you want to tell him how much you love him. 
So don't confuse that like frustration with like you wanting to give more to people with like retracting. I don't know if that made sense. It was maybe a bit t- TMI, but yes, I've learned recently that like one of my favorite quotes I posted the other day was like, I really do think that the key to being interesting is to be interested. The key to being loved is to be, is to love. And like the key to being a, a good friend the key to having a good friend is to be a good friend or something like that it is but basically like you are what you attract and I feel like I'm I'm realizing that now more than ever like within my friendships and everything like effort put in is like effort out you know anyway so there are three things I'm grateful for today and then we talk about how old I am I'm not going to be too annoying and like ask myself the questions like this but I would say for context of the episode how old are you it's 20 something and trying I'm 22, nearly 23, 23 in May. Um, I honestly feel like I've been 22 for the longest time. Like I feel like I'm older than 22 because then I'm always like, do you feel your age? And I do feel 22. I don't, I don't feel like I'm younger because 22 is quite young still, but I don't feel like I'm, sometimes I have to stop in my tracks and be like, okay, whoa, I've done my A-levels. I've done my GCSEs I've done not GCSEs but like I've done my A-levels and I've I've got a whole last degree like oh shit I'm not sure when I zoom out I feel that old like to have been and gone to uni and it's done and it's finished and that era of my life is like over it's like been and done I've graduated I've got a degree I'm like oh shit what the fuck because when I was younger those those people in those moments always felt like really adult and they felt like I don't know they just felt like really adult and that you would have not even that you would have your life together because I do feel like I've somewhat got my life together but I don't know that you just feel those people always felt really old and I don't feel old enough to have done that but in the same breath I do uni kind of feels like a bit of a fever dream to be honest to me but anyway I'm 22 and I definitely feel like I'm 22 and I definitely feel like I've been 22 for ages but I don't think I'm ready to be 23 yet I really love the age 22 I feel like it sounds nice. 23 for me is just a bit like, eh, I've got this good feeling about 24, but for some reason 23 it just feels a bit like, what does one do when they're 23? Like, it's not giving anything in particular. Um, Yeah, so before we get started, I'd love to know where 16 or 18 year old Megan might have thought she would have been at this stage in her life. So 16 and 18 year old Megan was doing fashion photography in her art GCSE and A-levels and 18 year old Megan knew that she was going to Leeds Arts University to study fashion photography. So I think an 18 year old Megan had a YouTube channel. So I think 18 year old Megan would have thought at 22 that I don't think I ever really had an expectation for 22 in terms of love life or anything. I definitely thought, yeah, I will be moved out. And I definitely thought that I would have like 4 million followers on social media. Well, no, but I thought I would be like, I was young and naive and just full of hope and dreams and thought that like this shit came really easy on social media. I remember I literally started my channel. I was like, I will have a thousand subscribers in the next two weeks. And I was like, Jesus fuck, slow down. I don't even think I had a hundred. So I think she thought she definitely would have, or would have liked to hope that she was doing some kind of social media. Um, 
and probably thought that she would be doing a lot of fashion stuff. Yeah, and would be moved out, kind of like big city vibes. Yeah. I feel like 22, there's not that much expectation. Like 25, I definitely thought I would have like ring on the finger. Like when I was much younger, I wanted to be like a mum at 24, which is like, you know, just not on my timeline personally. But I definitely kind of thought I'd be like married with kids at 24. Like I was so set on being a young mum, I think because my parents aren't necessarily young parents. I kind of just like had this idea that I would be, I don't know. But yeah, 22, I thought moved out some kind of social media job some kind of probably like high-end fashion job like at that age my dream was to always shoot like the Vogue front cover which was such like a rogue goal that I just pulled from absolutely nowhere just to kind of like have a goal like I didn't actually care about shooting the front cover of Vogue but it was like oh I'm a fashion photographer so that's probably what my goal should be so walk me through your life post A levels I guess I feel like that's where we all start to head in different directions any key moments that stick out that might have led you to where you are now. Yes. So, I finished sixth form. I did sixth form in a very in a way that was very much like my mum has always said school is like a currency, it's like a stepping stone. You just need to get what you need to go on to the next bit and then once you have the next bit, nobody will ask you about the last bit. So like your GCSEs, you just need to get what you want it. You need to get the grades that you want to go and study what you want at the school you want. A-levels, you just need to get what you need to get to go to uni to study what you want to do at uni. And then it was like, uni, this is it now. Like, do as much as you need to do here to, like, get you on to the next part. So that was very much what my A-levels was. I did art and I did double health and social B-tech because my brothers went to the same school that I did and they were like, just do a B-tech. They were like, you don't need... I wish we didn't do A-levels. I wish we just did B-techs, got the UCAS points and kind of, like, went into uni. So I was like, okay, noted. I'm also very dyslexic. Um, (laughs) So I did psychology and philosophy. Dropped, what did I do? Oh my God, I can't remember how that worked out. Basically I dropped philosophy within the week because they were like, there's a lot of reading and you are dyslexic. They weren't, but they were like, I want you like in our first lesson they were like I want you all to really 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 think about and like really understand when we say there's a lot of fucking reading and there's a lot of essay writing and I was like okay I loved this at GCSE like I loved it at GCSE but maybe this isn't right and then psychology I think I did the whole thing all the way through year 12 and just didn't drop it maybe Or I think maybe I took the, I can't, I actually genuinely can't remember. I think maybe I took the AS and like flopped it hard. No, do you know what? I think I did. I think I did. Sorry, this is not the question. I did art, single health and social, psychology. And then I think I dropped psychology, picked up double health and social because I was just like, do you know what? My brother said do BTEX. I'm just going to do BTEX. I finished my double health and social. So two years, two A-levels in like eight months. I finished it all within year 12. And then they were like, we need you to pick up something else because you can't be coming in for one hour a day just doing art. So then I picked back up psychology and did it as an AS, but didn't study. just turned up to the exam. I was like, cool, done, great. Got an A in 
get on A&R, very proud, did really well in my double health. So I had what I needed to go to Leeds. So I knew that was what I was doing. I wasn't waiting on any results. I was hoping for a good grade in art, but I knew I had the points that I needed in my health and social to go to Leeds Arts University and I'd got an offer. So I went to Leeds and I was doing fashion photography. And honestly, quickly realized this isn't the part of it that I like. I also a little bit of tea didn't love some of the people on the course um it was definitely a bit of a bitchy course me like whispering that now as if like I haven't I I just went into that fashion photography class like five years ago now which is absolutely mental but yeah the course was not for me in a in a few different ways and then I changed so my flatmate at the time obviously I was in halls I was with strangers but Lou who I then went on to live with for the whole time at uni was doing course fashion branding and communication I was like that sounds a bit more like me at the time I was worried she'd think I was copying her which is absolutely ridiculous now to think about that because like it's a uni degree you're not copying someone but I changed to that and that was huge for me because I really 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 actually hated my first year or first term at uni um really hated it thought I made a big decision, really, really, really wasn't having fun, like, was, went home to my parents, was, like, genuinely, seriously, I think I want to drop out, like, I'm not, I'm really not having fun on this course, like, it's either, like, we need to change something, or, like, I'm not going back, and I came home for the weekend, and, like, cried, and my mum actually drove me all the way back up to Leeds, stayed in a hotel, went and did me, like, an Asda shop at 7am in the morning, before she drove all the way back home, she, yeah, it wasn't good, But I changed course, all of the girls were a lot more, like I made a lot of good friends on that course, lived with some of them in second year. And that course was way more me. It was just a bit more broad. I realized very quickly, oh, the the taking photos isn't the part of the process that I enjoy. I want to come up with the concepts and like style it and find the venues and like think a bit more into like the idea behind it the snapping of the photograph and don't get me wrong in fashion photography that's not all all you do but it's obviously a heavy part of it like they would do collaborations with us where we would come up with the concepts we'd get the model we'd style and they would just come and take the photos and I realized that's not the part that I enjoyed so that is definitely a key moment that kind of stuck out in that that kind of like changed the trajectory because I always 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 thought I would be a fashion photographer that's just kind of like what I thought I liked um and yeah and then my uni journey was pretty smooth sailing obviously covid but i very quickly after covid was not a party animal anymore so didn't really mind made some really 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 amazing friends like i've always been a a few friends but like good friends kind of kind of person and that's definitely what i had at uni and yeah so post uni is now nearly two years ago two years ago in summer and I went traveling for a little bit. I was actually so blessed. I don't know how I managed to do this, but we graduated. I had like two weeks at Leeds. We had our like end of summer ball and stuff and it was so much fun. And then me and my two best friends from home went to Bali for a month. It was one of those things that was always like, we always wanted to do it. We always wanted to do it. And one run day on FaceTime, like we hardly even had enough money between us to go. And we were like, fuck it. If we just book these flights, we've got to deal with it and we've got to find the money somewhere. A little bit irresponsible, one might say, but we did it. Um, And one thing I always say about me is that is how I kind of like live my life is like, 
I will book the thing and then deal with it later. It's literally what I've done with everything. I was like, I want to get into running. I'll book a half marathon, deal with it later. I want to post YouTube videos. I want to be a YouTuber. Let me post this video. I'll deal with the backlash and the friends and the embarrassment at school tomorrow. Like that is not my problem today. And I guess that's kind of what we did. Me and my boyfriend did it too. We, I think, I can't remember who booked first. I feel like me and my boyfriend did, you know. No, we booked in like April time, so probably not. But me and my boyfriend also, we'd actually only be, now that I think about it, it's kind of wild. We'd been together six months and we booked a month in Costa Rica in another six months time. So like it would have been like nearly a year that we'd been together by the time we went. But we'd only been together six months and we booked a month long holiday. So I had a lot to look forward to. And then I got an opportunity to go to Australia on like a semi-gifted trip for like six weeks. Um, and I kind of really thought I was going to go alone. I kind of was like, again, this like silly hyper-independent female who just wanted to like prove to everybody she could do something alone, even though everybody in my life knew that I was that person and knew that I could and I would. Basically went to Bali and the whole time was like sending my boyfriend pictures like, oh my God, can't wait to come back with you here one day. would love to do this with you. And then I was like, actually, I would love you to come to Australia. Um, so I went to Bali for a month. We went to Costa Rica for a month and we went to Australia for like six weeks. And that is kind of how I spent the last half of that year. And then I moved up here to Manchester. I had five days at home. Um, we flew home on the 23rd of December, had Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, had the 27th and then moved here on the 28th. <laughs> As you can imagine, did not spend Christmas Eve, Christmas Day or Boxing Day packing. Um, <laughs> it's actually so ridiculous. Like I said, I just do a lot of things. Like I just, in between Australia, I think I was going to Australia like the next day, I just booked this flat like I just signed on to this flat the start date was the 9th so I missed like the first three weeks but I was like I want that flat Cynthia's building I'm gonna go do that again do it now deal with it later and I came home was like cool we've got one day to pack up my whole life here but I always think packing's not that deep it's like everything you see just needs to go in a box and I moved to Manchester I'd had many many a quarter life crisis last year but I was blessed in the way that my navigating my 20s was never really, hasn't yet been, I'm aware that I'm saying this now and everybody I've interviewed has always, has been a bit older than me. Um, So like, I'm still very, very young, but I just kind of wanted to like give you guys an insight. I just wanted to have the chat, you know, I felt I was getting FOMO, but what was I saying? Yeah, my navigating my 20s isn't like, oh, I've tried a lot of things thus far because I kind of left uni and had this path laid out for me that or that I'd no sorry that I'd laid out for my goddamn motherfucking self like nobody laid out this path for me other than me I mean you guys definitely helped thanks for listening thanks for watching appreciate you more than you'll ever know but I worked very hard at uni so that when I left I had something to go and do even if I knew I wanted to give this my all for like a year or two like I've always said I want to give this my all while I can and when it doesn't make sense anymore I'll start thinking about something else so maybe I should redo this episode in like seven years time I, I honestly something I think about a lot is which is also why I started this series is like are you scared about like you in the future especially I think as an influencer because I think if you are in a career it's kind of like you could see where that might go like no maybe you don't want to be in that job role or that title forever but like I don't know you've got the skills you've got the references like you're in a workplace you can kind of see what that might look like you maybe you work with people that are older um but this is like this could crash and burn tomorrow then what then my cv is just like I've been self-employed for a year making videos online (laughs) 
which I do think holds a lot of value and a lot of skill, but I don't know, sometimes it really freaks me out. So half of the series was definitely selfish of like, do you ever think about 50 year old you and what they might be doing? And I think for me, even like what I'll be doing in like four years time, I'm like, fuck knows. Like I actually don't have a clue. I think if it ever came to me stopping YouTube or it not going as well, I would like to think I'd like move to Australia for a year, (laughs) make money, chill there for a year, come back and then deal with it and then get like a career job. Not me thinking like I can just, to be fair though, I do think you don't need a lot of money to like go do that because as long as you've got money for the first like absolute maximum month and obviously the flight's there, like my, I would be going there to get a job. Do you know how much I would love that to go to Australia, get a little barista job, do this as well. I honestly think that would make my life. I think that about here a lot. So last year, as you know, though, if you've been listening to the podcast, lots of lots and lots and lots of course life crises do I want to be working at home alone for myself in my 20s is that like young and hot and peak of my life is does it just feel shiny from the outside because a lot of people want this life like me and my friends will sit there and they'll be like I want to be self-employed and I'll be like please don't it's a that there's a lot more to it than you think and they're like trust me you don't want to be in an office five days a week and I'm like no we both just don't want what we have like I'm sure there's a perfect middle ground and I do believe that I do just like I said the grass is always greener but sometimes I do think about like having romanticizing like having a little cafe job but I would hate to work weekends (laughs) I want my weekends off so I would love to be a barista like nine till 12 Monday to Friday (laughs) I think that would be great not even not nine I would I would even do like 8am 7am till like 12 Monday to Friday a lot of my quarter life crisis last year were revolved around like finance. I was really scared that I wasn't like financially stable enough. I really, really wanted an extra income because I had quite a few bad months last year where like I didn't even make enough money to pay my rent. Luckily, I had like good months the months before and had some savings and like sold my car and like all of this malarkey. So I was okay. But that was where my quarter life crisis were coming from. I think it was a place of like, I'm not financially secure enough. And also I'm not sure how much fun I'm having. I'm not sure if I do want to be alone 24 seven, kind of like in charge of my own day and life because that felt really daunting, especially when there was like the financial burden that came along with that. It wasn't just like I was earning loads of fucking money and, but I was lonely. It was like, I'm lonely and I'm a little bit broke. <laughs> Not that like money fixes everything, but like to an extent it does. Like I wouldn't probably have deeped it so much and like if the financial side wasn't there because it was just like, okay, well then you just need to have more fun on a day-to-day basis. And if I have money, it's like, okay, we'll, we'll go and buy a WeWork membership and we'll go to Pilates and we'll like go work in coffee shops and do all of this and like go to every event that comes up in London. But it was like, there was opportunities to be with people and do things, but I didn't have the money to necessarily. Anyway, so that is probably kind of the overview of my life there of like post uni. Like I said, if you do follow me, you'll know a lot about those court life crises. And how am I now? Then I always kind of say, how are you now? Are you fulfilled at the moment then? Like what does now look like for you? And I think I find a lot of fulfillment from my events. Um, I actually was talking about Faye, talking to Faye about this, talking with Faye about this on our podcast. And I was kind of like, I like that with an event, 
the amount of time I put into it, you can kind of tell and you get it back out. Whereas socials, like you could put hours and hours and hours into a, a reel and it just doesn't get picked up by the algorithm. And that's that. You can spend hours and days and literally days and weeks on a YouTube video and nobody could watch it. And it's like, not only do you not get the like validation and like fulfillment of like someone enjoying the content, you've also spent days on this piece of work and you're not getting paid for it now. And I think that is the struggle. So with events, although I make no money from the events at the moment, hopefully one day, I would love like that to be my job to, uh, to some degree. I would love it to be an extra income source, definitely, by like getting brands involved, getting sponsors involved and whatnot. Um, I find fulfillment in that because it's like the amount of time I put into it is kind of the amount of time I get back. Like I'm not just putting hours in some, I mean, don't get me wrong, I spent a lot of time planning an event last month and then they kind of like the day before it was supposed to be announced like we can't do this anymore but that's kind of like anything in life like you spend hours on like a campaign and then the campaign gets pulled and it's like okay never mind there's like there's some some things like that are inevitable but I like that I put hours into an event I show up you guys come we have a good time in real life I can see you enjoying the fruits of my labor I can see you having a good time enjoying the hard work that's been put into it and I really like that and I think I realized my thing was like, I don't like spending this much time alone. So yes, the events help that because it's like a lot of like, obviously in real life stuff. And I think maybe like to some extent, so has the podcast guests. Cause it's like every few weeks I'm sitting down like chatting to someone about their life. So am I fulfilled at the moment? In this very like week in time, no. I woke up at 6.45 today and like slept on, came and sat on my sofa and fell asleep on my sofa for half an hour. (sighs) I feel like everybody in my life at the moment has my time other than me, but this is a very like the past two week things. As a whole, I am so fulfilled. In my career, I'm feeling really good. Um, If I think about it too much, I do go into a bit of an existential, existential, existential crisis my friends, my family, my boyfriend, like all my relationships. Oh my God. I've never felt so surrounded by so much love. With the journey of my twenties, am I fulfilled? I always feel like a lot of my fulfillment, regardless of like how good work is going and how good my life, my relationships are even, sorry. Fulfillment for me is like, what are you doing for yourself on the day to day? And I think that is what I'm lacking at the moment. Like I said, that's very much like a past like month thing, but that's definitely something I'm trying to figure out at the moment. The next question is always like, what's something you're trying to do at the moment? In this very moment in time, like I said, like very present day, like very much like the last two weeks is like getting my life back together a little bit in orders of like for myself, like getting up at the same time every day, getting to the gym in the morning. Like today I woke up and I was like, I don't want to go to the gym again. Fuck, here it goes again. And then I make excuses like, oh, I have like two podcasts to film and a video to film. I would really rather do that with fresh hair because I washed my hair last night and I'm like, I would love to do it with fresh hair in the morning without sweaty hair. Like I'll go to the gym afterwards. And like, I am just making excuses, low-key valid excuses, but they're excuses nonetheless. And I think probably that's something I'm trying to do at the moment actually is like make less excuses for myself and like get up and do the fucking thing it's probably something I'm not very good at um I hadn't really realized that until saying it there but that's probably what I'm trying to do at the moment is like just show up for myself and not make so many excuses all the time 
I think something I'm always trying to do is like trying to show up as the best version of me. Um, and that obviously always looks different, but I think I've just got this really clear idea of like, wow, I would feel really great if I could do all of those things. And I've, I've had proof before when I've done those things and I feel on top of the fucking world. And then I just stop. Or like, I've got this clear idea of like, I want my splits back and like the best version of me stretches every week. Like the best version of me only watches Love Island if like, if like I make sure I do like 10 minutes of stretching within it Um, and things like that. And I just don't really hold myself that accountable at the moment. I think I've got so many things that I'm trying to focus on. I definitely try and like, I definitely spread myself a bit thin and I've got this really bad habit of like, calling myself like lazy and thinking I'm not working hard enough but just because I'm sat on my sofa for two hours editing TikToks I have to be like that's okay that's what you do that helps you how are you gonna hit 100k if you don't set aside like two hours a day to edit your TikToks like or not a day probably like a week I I sit and do that um I'll like bulk film and then I'll sit and like make sure they're all done at, at like one point but that makes me feel really lazy and I don't like the feeling of that but that is what work is for me and that's what what's that's what's going to get me towards my goals so I think at the moment I'm definitely clearer on like what I'm doing and like what kind of content I'm making where my passions lies and now I guess I'm trying to figure out what that looks like day to day because obviously I don't have my WeWork membership anymore which breaks my heart and I'm realizing more and more recently that like actually I think that's why I feel like this because I'm not getting up and going somewhere every day knowing that like there's a coffee there and whatever like at 10 a.m I'd be like watch that or if I was walking around the house like what should I do what should I do I need to edit whatever I'd be like just get yourself to we work it's like you don't have to buy a coffee you don't have to do anything just get up stay there I can stay there for as long as I want I know there's plugs everywhere and for some reason like getting to a coffee shop isn't as easy like now I want to go to a coffee shop I can't believe it's only half 10. I feel like I've done so much today. Um, I I haven't. I've filmed like one podcast, one video. Well, I suppose it's quite a lot. And now I'm on my third. Um, it's quite a lot, actually. What was I saying? Like, yeah, now I, I, was, I was saying now because I thought it was like 2 p.m. I'm like, I want to turn up to a coffee shop and I can't. You absolutely can. It's not even midday. So, yeah. I'm trying to figure out I'm not even trying to figure out. I'm trying to show up for myself day to day because I know it makes me feel good. I know the habits that I like and I've just lost touch with that because I'm really tired because I'm not. It's like a vicious circle. It's like, I'm not sticking to the routines. So I'm tired. So I'm not sticking to the routines and so on and so on and so on. Because I'm like, I'm so tired. I don't want to get up at six. It's like, well, it's, you're tired because you're not getting up at six. So you're not going to bed at a proper time. And you're like, kind of like wasting your day a little bit. And you're not getting to the gym as much as you would like. And you haven't been on two runs in one week, in weeks now, months now. So trying to show up for myself day to day at the moment is definitely the thing that I'm trying to do most. What is normally next? Do you find change and growing up scary or exciting? Um, I think I find growing up as a whole exciting. Like the idea of maybe a ring on the finger and getting married and having kids and kind of like growing up and like that aspect of it and like going to all my friends' weddings and like growing up for me hopefully means like more travel and all of this. But when I think about growing up as in like 
what I'm going to do and career and stuff that definitely I wouldn't say it's scary but it definitely freaks me out because I don't have the scoobiest but I don't find it scary I always find it quite interesting of like god I wonder where I'll be and I think I don't find it scary because I trust myself I trust myself to not be in a situation where I'm really unhappy I trust myself that like I will work hard to get to a point I need to be at and I trust the universe sorry to go bit hippy whippy but I honestly do think the universe always has your best heart best interest at heart and I honestly honestly think that everything always everything always works out even if it's not in the way that you wanted or thought it might go like I trust that I won't be like ever really stuck or like without shelter or food or like do you know what I mean I trust myself and I'm blessed with the people around me that I know I'll always be like in an okay situation so I don't find it scary but I definitely find it like interesting I don't know if the career aspect of it I find exciting I find it intriguing and I find the rest of it like exciting definitely um I can't believe it's only like 37 minutes I think it's because there's no one talking back to me like I'm not going off topic as such um and I don't know what's interesting for me like when I sit and talk to like Ree and Holly and Bronte and like Faye I'm like so talk and like has like okay so talk to me about the music like I want to know more about this like I know what I want to know about them I don't know what I want to know about me or what you guys would want to know about me um so let's do do I have a why and a purpose I think my why in my job has become quite clear recently that like I just want to connect people and I just want to have a community and I want people to make friends and get outside their comfort zone I've always I think my why has always been like I just want people to I want to try and help people to be the best version of themselves where they can and doing so by showing them that it's not linear and putting my hands up there and be like I've not been showing up for myself recently and I could be doing more and I could be doing better like somewhere in between of like be the best version of you showing the journey and showing the balance because I think for me I need a sip of water guys my throat is literally on fire oh that was nice um I think for me and I think everybody we've we've definitely seen a lot of people on social media that have been a bit extreme in the way they do things and has learned has led to like burnout or burnout or other like not great situations whether it's with like food or body or productivity or just burnout yeah so I've always tried and wanted to like not be that person I guess just like my why is like I just want to make people feel better in like however that is whether whether I can introduce you to new friends whether I can just like provide a bit of entertainment whether you feel motivated or inspired or just enjoy your time here I think I've always just wanted to like help people in whichever way they need in that moment it's probably my why okay we're basically finished okay something everybody wanted to know if you don't mind let's talk savings I'm not asking figures but do you save in as much as little detail as you want do you invest do you have a payday routine no guys <laughs> yes and no I try and do I pay too much for this flat I'm very aware of that like I think the best thing to do is like the 50 30 20 method where 50% of your earnings goes on essentials like flat flat 
rent, bills, transport, food, phone bill, Wi-Fi bill, like all things like that, like essentials, I think should be 50%, which is my first wrongdoing because often this flat is 100% of my outgoings, incomings even, earnings, Jesus. And then 34 wants, so trips to Paris, nice clothes, plants, nights out, whatever, and 20 to save. I think that is absolutely perfect. Two things. My essentials are way more than 50% and my income is ridiculously unpredictable. Like I could have like big months, like juicy months, five, six, seven grand months if we're going to be completely honest. And then I can have months where genuinely I had like two months last year where I didn't earn a penny. I had a good couple of months where I earned like genuinely earned enough to pay my rent. So on the average of the year, I'm probably not earning much more than anyone in like a normal nine to five job. But those, it's hard to navigate because they, they it comes in so sporadically. Also with the five, six, seven, that's happened like three times ever so please don't think that I'm earning that much money not that it matters if I was but as in like I'm not sitting here like it's really hard like I'm earning six grand a month and like I just can't save like no that's not the issue here like I it's actually something I'm really aware of I've got a credit card to help with my credit score and like earn rewards and points and I I'm like saving for an emergency pot that's like three months of rent so that I've got money to fall back on I am always trying to learn about investing and like finances and all of this. But what I do now is I'll, I'll pay my expenses and then I'll I'll pay my like my I'll put money in my rent pot, my bills pot and my grocery shop pot. And then if I have anything left over, some months, like I said, I've got a lot left over. Some months I've got like, I don't. Some months the leftover is for my groceries or I need to like dip into my emergency pot and I'll take out exactly what I think I might need for that month and that's it, like 200 pounds to like just get by. Um, But if I've got money left, I'll try and do 60% is like the here and now and I'll put 40% of what's left into savings. So that is a, that's a small ratio because remember we've already paid our 50% of like essentials, which is more than 50%. So what I'll do is anything left after my... I've paid all of my essentials is 60% for the here and now. And if I've got anything left, it rolls over to the next month so that I've always kind of got a little bit of money, hopefully in the bank Um, and then 40% into savings. And then I'll try and go 20% into my emergency and 20% into short term. But this month I've had to take out all of my short term money for my saving holiday savings because I didn't get paid enough to cover my rent. (laughs) So I needed it this month. But yeah, that is kind of the only uh, advice I've got and like what I do we are doing a very fun episode very soon all about finance with someone very very well educated um which I literally cannot wait for I think it's gonna be my favorite episode yet and then to end the episode back to the first question so I thought I would be some kind of fashion photographer thought I'd be doing socials thought I would maybe be moved out do I think 18 year old me would be how how do I think she'd feel shocked surprised proud I honestly think part of her would be extremely disappointed (laughs) sorry to come in negative like this question is always supposed to like round the episode off really nicely but I actually think she'd be like what you've still only got 100k you hit that three years ago what your Instagram and your TikTok have the exact same amount of followers like I think 
me back then thought that I would be where I was now within like two months of starting socials because she was a little bit naive and just a big dreamer. So I think she would be disappointed in that fact, but I think she would be once once I like brought her back down to earth, I think she'd be really proud of me. And I think regardless, like I say, oh, she'd be disappointed. Like she was such a dreamer. I think really she'd find it absolutely fucking mental that actually we, we did it. We did the thing. I think I was a dreamer, but I was a bit delusional. Like I'm not sure if I ever truly, truly in my heart of hearts thought these things were going to happen. So I think if she's seen that, like, actually, you know, we might not be top, top, top of the game, but we're making it work and it is how we make our money and we get to do crazy things I think she would scream at like some of the people we've met and some of the like brands we've worked with and some of the things we've done like a fucking gifted trip to Australia and dumb shit like that she'd be like what the actual fuckity fuck um (laughs) I think she'd definitely be in disbelief um I think she'd also be really proud I think she'd also be a bit like yeah I thought so like I knew we I knew I knew we'd be able to do something like that I've always just kind of really believed in myself and like I said I was just younger me was such a dreamer so I think she'd be fucking gassed that like we managed to do or we're managing to do what we always wanted but I'm not sure she'd be surprised or shocked because I think she always kind of believed in herself so that's nice I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Happy 100th episode. I I hope it was fun. I hope it wasn't too repetitive. If you have been following me for a while, you probably know all of that. But I thought it'd be fun to do regardless. And I got FOMO and I wanted to join in on the interview apps. So I'm going to go show up for myself. I'm going to go to the gym and then I'm going to take myself to a coffee shop. And then I'm going to edit all day. It's currently a Friday. It's 10 to 11. So yeah, I'm going to get to the gym. Hopefully be back by like, half 12 eat some lunch and go off to a coffee shop I think although then I'll be a bit late for a coffee I've got meal prepped at lunch so we'll see hope you enjoyed the episode see you next week episode 101 I love you so much I hope you're having a good week hope you had a good week hope you're having a good day hope you had a good day and I will see you next week bye guys